With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to our show. Five, six, seven, eight. Say it with a Hey guys. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. Or if you're new, welcome, welcome to, our, to our channel. I'm Bryn. I am Kelsey. And we are your hosts for Out of Line. Out of Line. Welcome. For anyone that's new, we just wanted to reintroduce ourselves because I feel like we've had a lot of new friends yeah. on here. Um, Kelsey and I both grew up dancing. We're both now dance teachers mm-hmm. slash professional dancers and we feel like there wasn't really a podcast that related directly to dancers. And mm-hmm. we also try to do a lot of like lifestyle stuff too. Yeah. But we wanted to like make it a thing, like a dance podcast, because we feel like it's not talked about enough. And a lot of you um, relate to it and it makes us happy. So, yeah. I mean, we've always said that we want a podcast that would, you know, like heal our inner child and be that podcast that we wanted at a young age and like especially for young dancers but also just young girls in general like navigating life like we didn't have a support system so we want to be that for you guys yeah so for today's episode we have something fun planned it's not like one of our normal episodes where we just go on tangents and talk yeah where we just literally (laughs) you just listen to us say some stupid stuff but today we are doing a QA and a episode so you can text us at this number should we say it let's say it because i always forget to say it you can text us at 310-742-0083 and i can text you guys back send me story times questions i mean we get it all in there i love reading our text messages they're so funny yeah but yeah today today we're going to answer all those questions that you guys have been asking mainly about dance but also just about yeah. Kind of life in general. This isn't really a dance question. Well, That's I guess fine. kind of it is. It says, hey, guys, this is Bryn, name twin. Oh, my gosh. I've never name met twin. another Bryn. Hey, Bryn. And she spells it the same way. I have a student wow. named Bryn. Really? Mm-hmm. But it's student? B-R-I-N. Yeah. Oh, I've never met one. <laughs> I am watching your podcast right now, and I just really wanted to reach out. I had my last dance competition ever today because I am graduating, and it made me feel so sad and totally overwhelmed with stress mm-hmm. because I feel like this is such a big part of my life that is ending. I guess basically my question is, how do you guys deal with changes like this dance-wise or just in general? Ugh. Ugh. There's no real, like, rule book on what to do and how to cope with that but that's definitely not easy I feel like both of us kind of left dance at a at a young age but then like came back to it but then like left again it's like 
it's very hard to let go of something that's literally been your personality your whole life. Yeah. We've talked about well, this before. What's like your identity? Like, yeah. I'm a dancer. Hi, I'm Kelsey. I'm a dancer. Like yeah. it's, it's all I did in my free time. All my friends were at the studio. Like it is very hard and I'm sorry that you're going through that, but I feel like my best advice was I still dance like on my own, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Like when I was young and I couldn't afford dancing anymore or whatever it was, I would still dance in my room for fun because especially being a competitive dancer, you get lost in that field of like, I need to win. This is why I dance. And you need to remember that like you can still dance in your living room or yeah. in your bedroom and still have that passion. But yeah, yeah. I think it's like that. Sad. It's like that mindset of like all good things must come to an end because yeah. it is true. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to play your sport forever. Mm-hmm. And it is it sucks being a dancer because dancing has like a very short like lifespan. Mm-hmm. Like there comes a point where yeah, I can't touch my foot to my head behind my neck and like I can't do yeah. that anymore. I can't like, do 5000 leg spins yeah, anymore. I can't, I'm so sorry. You know, like, like it's <laughs> physically impossible yeah. once you become older. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of something you just have to let go of, but not be sad about it. It's like a happy thing. Yeah. And for me, I never thought I was going to be a dance teacher, like literally ever. Yeah, no. Did not think that. And so I think it's really fulfilling for me to like be a dance teacher now because I didn't completely let go of dance. I still have it in my life. Mm-hmm. And now I get to share like what I learned with like kids. That's so true. So, but there's so many things you can do other than teaching dance that you can still be involved. Yeah. So many things. A lot of things. I feel like I was kind of the same way. I always wanted to be a dance teacher, but I never really like, I don't know, planned on it essentially. But yeah, it's that same thing. Like you get to pass down all those things that you learned as as a child and we've said before that like all the things that we feel like we needed as a child and didn't get like we get to give that to our kids now and that's so that's so rewarding I feel like it's really fun yeah okay next question it says hello this is Julia this may be unrelated to your current episode but do you have any tips for flexibility like any certain stretches or routines that you follow when you dance to slash dancing now Yes, I have so many. Yeah. <laughs> Thousands, <laughs> actually. Alexa Moffat's stretch class yeah. is what I always do the now The best at-home way to stretch is a couch. <laughs> Promise you. True. Splits. Um, you can put your feet under the couch and mm-hmm. straighten your knees and oh. stretch your feet. There's so many things you can um, do with a couch, actually. Yeah, there's so many. Like, I used to that's always I stretch to on do, my couch. Yeah. And, like, overextended splits. If you're still trying to get your splits, that's different. But if you're trying to gain more flexibility, definitely pop your leg up at the top of the couch and push your splits down. Yeah. And you can have somebody grab your hands like this and then push your hips down. Yes. I used to um, sit in my splits and eat dinner in front mm-hmm. of the TV. <laughs> Um, I was just constantly messing yeah. around. Like I just like doing backbends and flips and yeah. I was just like that. Um, there's so many stretches you can do on the wall. There's wall stretches. I feel like if you're actually really dedicated to get new tricks and stuff, then you have to spend your free you time have to practice at home. stretching and doing that. Yeah, like it's not just going to come to you. And we tell our students all the time, they're like, I don't want to at home. That's fine. But then, you know, if you want this certain trick, but it's not just going to come to you yeah. one random day. Like because you have to spend the time working on it. Like, 10 out of 10 times, not even 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 10 times, if you see like an amazing dancer and you're like, how is she so good? I don't understand. She practices at home. She spends all of her time working. She stretches at home. She practices at home. And that's just what you have to do. Hard work pays off. I've been told that my whole life. And I was like, sure, it's true. It is true. It's so true. Okay, you pick one. But we should make a flexibility video, I think. (laughs) Just a little stretch class. I might need a demonstrator. I don't want to do it. I can't do it anymore. Toby is sleeping like a baby over here. All right. This is from Lily Sullivan. She says, hey, guys, I love the pod a latte. 
Let's see what you did there. <laughs> Whenever I'm doing dance, I always feel like I'm not working hard enough, but at the same time, I feel super burnt out. What's any advice? Mm. I feel that. Mm -hmm. That I is like, like that's very common. Yeah, that's hard because, like, when you're burnt out, you don't want to quit because that's not like what you want. But I get that feeling of being exhausted. Like mm -hmm. I totally do. There was so many times I came there's home a certain from breaking dance. point naturally. Yeah, I came home from dance crying. Like, mom, I want to quit. I yeah. blah, blah. my mom, you know, she knew that I didn't really mean it. <laughs> but I think you just have to remember that if it's something you really want like if you don't want to quit you know you might as well give it your all if you're there um it doesn't last as long as you think yeah. <laughs> it really doesn't and it's sad when it ends because yeah. I, there was times where i regret like not giving it 100 percent, even on the days that were really hard because it goes by so fast and that's what i tell i teach a lot of um seniors too like graduating seniors and they never come to dance and they're like oh, i hate dance da, da, da. Yeah. and i'm like you guys like this is your last like two months and you don't realize and you don't get to gone. be in studio again. And it's really sad. Yep. And I think they like believe me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. I feel like Bryn and I both had that point in our childhoods where we were like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like look at all my friends that get to go do this after school and they don't have to spend all their time at work and or at dance. And I feel like as much as it looks appealing, like I missed out on so much because I quit so early and like mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily up to me, but like a piece of me wanted to quit. I was like, I'm ready to just be a kid. And it's like, no, I missed that so much. And I missed out on so many opportunities. And I feel like even when you feel completely burnt out, like it's okay to give yourself a break, but also remind yourself like why you started in the first place yeah. and what makes you love dance or whatever sport it might be. You have to remember that love and passion. And if you don't have passion for it anymore, then it might be time. Maybe to try on. something else, you know? Yeah. There's no, it's not fun to be stuck in something that you don't love to do anymore. Yeah, you can't force yourself to love it. That's yeah. for sure. Don't do but that, if you know but. you love it deep down in your heart, keep going. You can do it. Hell yeah. Okay, pick another one. That's my advice. <laughs> Hail to the yeah. Hail to the yeah. <laughs> Bro. I feel like this kind of goes along the same lines of what we're talking about, but Kelsey and Bryn, first of all, you both are honest and inspiring young women. Was there ever a time you truly doubted yourself as a dancer and how did you overcome this? Hmm. Oh, yeah. 100%. Not even ever a time, like thousands of times. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you do is how can I be better? I'm not doing enough. I'm not, you know. Yeah. No, that happened to me all the time. Like, I feel like a big a big time in my life where I doubted myself was going from the show and then coming back to studio dance was super weird because I felt like I wasn't as good as I used to be. People were going to judge me because I feel like a lot of like the really competitive dance industry hates dance moms. It's mm -hmm. true. Like I had so many convention teachers be super mean to me, mm -hmm. flat out mean to me just because I was on the show. Mm -hmm. um, like I actually had a teacher He's no longer a part of this anymore because he's a bad person. But I had Funny a teacher um, I, when I won um, the dance awards. I was assisting him in the mini room, and at the time, I just like got off the show. I was like, people knew me from the mm -hmm. show, and so little girls would get really excited to see me, which was really fun for me. I always mm -hmm. loved doing it. And then there was a little girl like asking for a picture, and like then it came like a couple more little girls mm -hmm. and a couple more because once one comes, they yeah, all they like, all do. They're not scared anymore. Yeah. And he was like, "If you're gonna take pictures, you need to get out of my ballroom." Like 
so mean to me. And, and those I, poor little girls yeah. just wanted like, that's so sad. Yeah. And so I was confused because I obviously looked up to all these teachers. Yeah. Like I worked so hard to win this competition and then their teachers are so mean to me. Yeah. So I had plenty of stories where, you know, that was like, what the heck? Like, and I was very embarrassed about being on the show, going back into the studio because I knew a lot of people looked down on it. Maybe yeah. it was jealousy, you know, yeah, whatever. It was, yeah. But yeah, a main part of it was I feel like I wasn't as good as I used to be. And so that was kind of a big reason I quit just because, you know, I yeah. I didn't want to go back into the competitive like dance industry and have everyone be like, oh, she got so, she is not as good as she used to be. She's just so much worse. Where they yeah. Shouldn't, and so know? I definitely doubted myself and I did let it get the best of me and I did mm -hmm. quit. And I do regret it. So yeah. don't let your doubts like overcome your passion and love for it because it's such bullshit. So stupid. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, seriously, it's a waste of time. And I feel like I. There was this TikTok that we posted, I think on the Pierce page, that was just me talking about how I'm a very third place kid and how I was always right there. And some of the comments were mean. You guys were like, well, I get last. So what am I then? And I <laughs> don't mean it to sound conceited, but obviously every dancer's goal is like to be number one, to win, to whatever, you know, just to prove to yourself that all the hard work like paid off. And so that like I had this experience at a certain convention where it was my favorite convention and this year I was doing like three nationals remember when you, mm -hmm. you would do so many oh yeah we and do you're like in Vegas and you're just running down the street like every five minutes like yeah. it was chaotic <laughs> and praise my mom for doing that because it was actually like so fun but this certain convention that was my favorite I remember I got top 10 which is like really hard to do when it comes to the whole nation competing at this yeah, that is hard. and then like getting cut after that is when I went to my mom and I was like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do it anymore. Like I worked really hard and it was all for nothing. And my mom had to remind me that like, if that's, if that's your only like reasoning for doing this is getting that first place trophy, then what are you doing? Yeah, you you know, the wrong reason. exactly. And so I feel like that was a big, that's the first time that I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm not good enough. I suck. I'm terrible. And it's like, you're not, you yeah. have to like having that mindset doesn't help you you know what I mean totally. a lot of the people that are up there winning are the people that are doing it because they love dance and so as much as you may be doubting yourself like just like what we yeah. just said don't do it for the wrong yeah. reasons you know it's funny because I think now like I've never loved dance more mm -hmm. now that I'm older because I'm not competing and I'm not trying to win yeah and like I don't give a I literally couldn't give two shits about the trophies that I've won. Yeah. Literally nothing. I, they're in boxes in my mom's no. house. Like, I'll probably never touch them again. No. Like, and when people ask me, like, 
you know, what did you achieve as a dancer like growing up? I don't say, oh, I won first place 2014. Right. I've literally never said that. I've never said that. Yeah. Like ever. Like honestly, my most proud, the thing that I'm proudest about when it comes to dance is my students. 100%. Like not even myself, which is like so weird to think like my younger self would be so shocked at me saying that, but it's true. Yeah. No, I know. This one says, hi, Brennan Kelsey. This is from Marley. Hey, Marley. What's up? What's up, Marley? Congrats on starting your new podcast. I have a question I thought would be a good discussion topic. I was a dancer my whole life growing up. When I turned 16, my mental health took a turn for the worse and nothing mattered to me anymore. I stopped going to my studio and I had no passion for anything. I'm turning 23 years old now. And I'm finally taking the plunge back into dance. But I feel guilty because I gave up something that meant so much to me. Have either of you ever had moments in your life where you felt so hopeless that even when your passions didn't make you happy anymore? (sighs) How were you able to cope with it? You two are very big inspirations to me and I love you both. First of all, I love you, Marley. That's so sweet. Yeah, you're so sweet. Thank you. I mean, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I feel like every dancer, athlete has. Yeah. Everything we've, you know talked about goes into this but um when I was about 16 as well I was super depressed it's that age yeah it it is it's just you have a lot of life changes going on and um it's really hard to cope with when you're young when things that make you happy at one point don't make you happy anymore because then you don't know what else to go to um I think it takes you know at that age you can't really blame yourself. You shouldn't feel guilty because at that age, you don't really like know better yet. Yeah. Like 16 feels you're old. You're still learning. You're, you're still navigating this yeah. world. But you're, you have no idea. And then mm-hmm. now once you're older, you realize and you know, you feel bad about it, but don't blame your younger self because she was, she had a rough time. Yeah. Let her be. Yeah. She took her. And I'm sad so sorry to say this, <laughs> but like everything does happen for a reason. Yeah. It really, really does. And as much as you may regret it or look back and wish it was different, like you can't and it all happened for a reason because it got to you to where you are right now. You know, I've always said that. And um, I think it's really good now that you're dancing again. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I did. You know, I quit and I wasn't happy with dance and nothing made me happy anymore. And that's why, that's why I love it so much now. Cause if you were to have like, keep on going, then I feel like you would have crushed that dancer spirit in your heart. And yes, taking a break is so important I feel like especially if you're burnt out but that's really awesome especially at 23 like that's not easy to do like that is not easy good for you for taking that upon yourself to do that good job good job Marley pat on give yourself a pat on the shoulder pat on your back (laughs) (laughs) this is from Carla hey Carla hi tips of when you know you're not as good as your other dance friends but don't want to seem jealous I mean Okay, here's what I'm going to say about that. It's okay to be (laughs) jealous. It's okay to, you know, see them and want to be as good as them. But my personal advice would be to use that as motivation and maybe ask them for advice on how to get better because being, how do I explain it? Like we grew up with so many people that were so jealous and would watch you succeed and then they don't support you. Like either way, no matter what is going on, you need to support your friends if they're really your friends Mm -hmm. because sometimes jealousy can come off really bad, especially in the dance world, especially in a competitive world where you're competing against your friends. Like be supportive bottom line. That's one thing that I will always preach, especially to our students, support your friends. I don't care if you work just as hard and you lost, it doesn't matter. But 
I feel like it's okay to be jealous, but also ask yourself what you can do to be there. And, you know. Yeah. I think that's why it's not talked about enough, but dance is a really hard, complex sport because mm-hmm. you compete as a, a soloist against your friends. And then, then you also have to be a team and win as mm-hmm. a group. And like, if you think about other sports like swimming or even gymnastics, they're all on the same team. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're competing directly head to head against each yeah. other. And like soccer, you're on a team, you're not yeah. by yourself. And so that causes like so much drama and just unnecessary jealousy yeah and it's natural to be jealous i've been jealous so many times in my yeah, life 100%. don't feel really guilty if you feel jealous because that's like a normal emotion to have yeah but there's a certain point where i've had so many of what i thought was like my closest friends show tremendous amounts of jealousy towards me and then it turned into being mean yep and so I was grateful that I had teachers and a mom who kept me in check. You know, like I was raised very, you're happy for them no matter what. But my mom was always, yeah. yeah. So I was always the friend. Like I was so genuinely happy for my friends if Mm -hmm. they succeeded. And you know what? Maybe next time, like, um, I don't think I've ever really been upset if I like lost. Yeah. You know? It's kind of like your mom said the other day too. Like Ashley was explaining when it comes to other sports, it's very, you either win or you lose. Like it's like a fact. And dance is kind of different it's either the judges like your solo or the it's judges don't based on you can go opinion. to one like competition and win first overall and the next you can do the exact same thing and yeah. get 10th it's just an opinion yeah. and so people get very argumentative about that and they're like oh well like i had a solo where this girl oh, i don't want to expose her but like this girl's mom was giving me privates but her daughter was also competing at the same studio and we went to this competition and I ended up beating her daughter. And that probably doesn't feel good. Like yeah. you, you know? And so she ended up going to the judges and making them recount. And I still won because obviously, but I remember just being in shock. Like you don't believe that I could have won. Like that's yeah. what the, what the fuck is that about? Not like surprised. that was terrible, but not surprised. It's just very pick and choose. And so in the dance world, you just have to be like, all right, well, they liked your soul. They didn't like yours. Oh, well. Like, yeah. Oh, well, for real. There's no really Next time better next time yeah yeah this is from brooke this question is for both of you what is your favorite dance memory ever oh favorite dance memory mm-hmm. Ooh. i have one okay you go first i feel like i have a lot but i feel like the time that really impacted me like personally dance wise is when we did our duet yeah that was so because fun. i left dance and i wasn't really dancing i was dancing like at my studio like down the street like dance plex but like I wasn't competitively dancing or anything and so Bryn had just found out she was moving to North Carolina and I had been like literally living at your house for so long like we became attached to the hip it was bad and so right before she left we like did a duet like dedicated to that dedicated to her leaving and me being stranded on my own and (laughs) and so it just felt so powerful because there's so many times that you dance just to this song and you're like there's a story behind it and you just portray it on your face but then this dance was actually about something personal and so that was crazy and just coming back into the dance world and being so scared to go on stage again like it was terrifying but I did it and it was really fun fun. and we won yeah no that was really fun that's a sweet memory like choreographing it together and like coming up with it was really fun yeah um, oh gosh, I don't know my favorite dance memory. I have literally thought like yeah, there's a lot, I so mean, many. You know what childhood. I really loved? These are probably some of my favorite dance memories. Actually, is our teachers back in the day? 
um, did a workshop together. It was called The Ugh. Intensive. And it was Molly and Alexa. Kids came from Best all memories. over the country. It was like a three-day intensive. We I assisted Alexa for like three mm-hmm. days straight. And you literally just dance your heart out. It's not a competition. Like You're everybody's literally just there, to, there to learn and to and have it's fun. it's so fun. Yeah. Like I look back at videos and I'm like, oh, like that was so that fun. Was like I wish I could do that again. Yeah. Like those are so some really good memories. And I think the first trip Alexa ever, ever brought me on was to Molly's studio at that time when I assisted her for one of the intensives. And it's just like, it's that, so fun. Alexa definitely changed our lives. But well, like, yeah. that was such a cool moment because I think that was the first time I ever assisted. And I was like, like oh, guys, watch me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just like, it was so cool. And she like literally got a limo to take us from like the so airport fun. to there, like just crazy stuff like that. But it made me feel so capable of like being a good dancer when she yeah. like, would do that. And the intensives, like she would take Polaroids and put them on the wall and yeah. like just so many memories of that. And like so bonding with people that are at a completely different studio than you and live in a different state. And like, yeah, ugh, I love crazy. those memories. Like, I, I could go on yeah. and on about dance memories, but this podcast would be like five hours. You know what hours. another <laughs> core memory is? As much as like conventions really stressed me out, okay? If you know what a convention is. Very stressful. You audition for like this scholarship and then if you get it, you have to be in the final show at the end and whatever. It was all very stressful. But my some of my favorite memories are learning that like ending show with like all those people. Yeah. Oh, that was really fun actually. Velocity was my favorite because they yeah. brought in like Haley Steinfeld and they have these like singers come in and then they're just in the room with you and you're just learning this like dance. Yeah, and, and you you're do, backup like, for them. You're it's in like the so closing show cool and like just bonding with all those people that'll always be a good memory of mine because my mom couldn't be in the room so she couldn't yell at me and I could just like yeah it was really fun and I think now like present time like favorite memories are I love putting my kids on stage like It is so fun, especially my soloists. Like, I love getting them ready and they're so excited. And I love being there and preparing them. And, mm-hmm. you know, when they get off stage, they always, and I can see like, them. Yeah! I can see them looking at me when they get off stage. Like, they're walking and they're looking at me and then they run and give me a hug. It's, it's so just, like, precious. My favorite thing ever. Like, yeah. I really love it. It's so fun. Yeah, it's just like all that work paying off. Yeah. But, okay, pick another one. Let's do one more. One more. Last one. Pick a really good one. Toby is snoring up a storm over here. Also, if you're new and you don't know Toby, it's my dog. <laughs> He's in every podcast. He says hi. <laughs> Would you like to say something? I feel like this oh, is a good one just he to says end I'm on. tired. <laughs> look at wait, look at Toby. Okay, <laughs> the question is Hi, I was wondering what made you want to be a choreographer. I feel like that's a good. Oh, we've kind of touched on that, but yeah, there's a lot that kind of goes into um, it. I mean, what made me want to be a choreographer is my teacher Alexa, yeah. like a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I am a very creative person. Like I have a creative brain, if that makes sense. Like in school, I was really good at art and I was really good at English because I loved making up stories yeah, we're art- and we're artistic people. and I loved writing. And like, I was, yeah, I was way more like an artistic person than, than like a mathematic math yeah, no. person. Like I really wasn't. And I no. think I get that from my mom, which I was just talking about on the episode I did with my mom. But um, it came really easy to me. Like I remember the first time I was making up combos and stuff. I, I wouldn't ever get stuck and I wouldn't ever uh, feel awkward. Your brain just like tells yeah, you what to my do. Brain it's just like, like the keeps weirdest going thing. And, I'm like, and I think I'm like, oh, this would be sick. And 
I always have moments, even during the day where I'm in the car or I'm sitting down and I'll think of a trick in my head and I write it down <laughs> in my notes and then I make like my students try it. And you just like all do the it. time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just like something that came to me. Like, I feel like you spend so was, many yeah. years. When like, I was younger, yeah. I didn't want to be a choreographer. Like I did not think I was going to do this. And now I like do my group dances and I do my solos. And that now that once I've like seen them on stage, I'm like, damn, like I'm pretty good. Like <laughs> my choreography is good. Like yeah. I just never thought it would be like as it's, good as it is. Yeah. I don't want to say like it's it. I don't know how to word that without being disrespectful, but it's pretty easy when it comes to choreography just because it's all we've ever known. Like it's all we've done. And yeah. I thought it would be a lot harder than it actually no, it's is. It's so fun. Your brain just like tells you what to do and then you just kind of roll with it. And like you said, the the most fun thing to do is being like thinking of a trick that you haven't seen before, or, like you don't think exists yet. And you're like, yeah. do this, 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 flip, I do it all the time. Flip, toe touch, okay, now yeah. do this, okay. <laughs> Looks great. Like, yeah, that's it's the really most fun. fun because you get to just be creative and not just like, yeah. I don't know, fit in a box. I talked a lot about it in the episode with my mom about like how I come up with my choreography. And if you want to go listen to that, it, you know, I gave, I feel like I'm I really gave sure. pretty good advice and yeah. tips on it. Um, but yeah, I never thought I'd be one and it's really fun. And I think if you're thinking about it or if you want to be one, you kind of just have to do it, explore that yourself yeah. and see if it's something that you're naturally like gifted at. Cause it really is like some people, it doesn't come easy to them. Yeah. Choreography is hard. And like, that's okay. It's not your thing. Maybe teaching, teaching is your thing. There's a difference between like teaching, teaching and choreography. choreography. And like, I feel like I'm good at both, but I really love choreographing. Like yeah. I would way rather choreograph any day over like teaching mm -hmm. a technique class. And that's just like me yeah. personally. But some people are really gifted at, you know, get teaching technique classes and um, teaching basics and step by step and then mm -hmm. others are just better the more creative yeah. aspect of it yeah so yeah see I love choreographing but I also really love cleaning that's like so fun for me like yeah, cleaning a dance is so fun like picking out and the kids get so annoyed but it's like these little tiny little things is what makes it go from like a two to a ten like yeah it's, no it is it's all about being clean even as a kid I was like I hate getting my dances clean but it's yeah. so crucial but it's worth it it's worth yeah. it in the end yeah. But yeah, I feel like we covered a ton today. Yeah, wow. That was really a whole fun. trauma dump. Thank you guys yeah. so much for listening to our trauma. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're definitely going to do more Q&A episodes. Yeah, I hope you guys took something from this. And I hope if you're a dancer, dance teacher, any athlete under the sun, I hope that you took something from this. Yeah. And if I you guys have to... any more questions, please text us. Yeah, Don't text be afraid. us. I'll say the number one more time. Memorize it. Put it in your notes. <laughs> Screenshot, Screenshot it. Screenshot it. We'll Whatever put it right you here. want. 310-742-0083. Beautiful. Text me. Text us. Ew, did you see what I just did? No. Yum. Okay. <laughs> Zoom in on that part. She'll love please it. Please don't. Okay. But thank you guys. And please text us. Let us know if you have more questions or if you guys want another Q&A or yes. if there's something that we didn't touch on in this episode, please comment and we'll be responding yes. to comments when this comes out as well. Yes. So. And also something that really, really helps us is please rate us and review us mm -hmm. on Apple and Spotify. It please like do. really helps us. It Actually, something really cool is that Kelsey and I out of line was in the top 50 for um, relationship podcasts yeah. in the US. All that's thanks so to you guys. Cool. So yeah, thank you awesome. for that. Yeah. yeah, but if you guys rate us, then you can help us out a lot. Yeah. So that'd be great. And and we can't wait to see you next week. Thank you yeah. for listening. Love you guys so much. You're the best. XOXO. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Kelsey's biting the mic. I always if want you're to listening to the audio. <laughs> okay, bye for real. Peace Thanks. out. Peace and love. <laughs>